Dudes to Dads, brought to you by Dad University, is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads, episode 201. 201. So we had an episode, and I don't know the number, um, but we talked about how it can be difficult to be a dad, uh-huh. you know, and some of the tough things that happen and sort of, I think we broke it down into financial. I wish I would have known the episode number. That would have made sense <laughs> if, I, if right. I prepared for that. Yeah. Um, Listen to the last 200 episodes and you'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah. And this, and this one, it, it's, we're changing it up a little bit, but the theme is the same. And that's why I mentioned it. It's getting through the tough times of fatherhood. Hmm. So there's just, there's a lot of difficulty that happens, you know, we're, we're expected as men to be strong, you know, control our emotions, handle what it really, whatever comes our way. Yes. You, you should handle that. You're a man. Why not? Well, the thing that like society didn't consider or people didn't consider is that we are actually human. That's what people forgot to consider. (laughs) Right. So when the expectations are put on men, to be able to handle all of these things, they're really not thinking about it very deeply Mm -hmm. because humans get sad, angry, frustrated, and yes, depressed Mm -hmm. and upset. So, you know, life can be overall wonderful, but we all experience ups and downs, right? Every, everybody, no matter who you are, what your lifestyle is, you know, what kind of things you have in your life, you know, the happiest people in the world or the people that you think have it all together still experience ups and downs. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, you can talk about like, you know, Tony Robbins, you know, the motivational speaker and everything's always one. No, he even talks about it. Yeah. You know, um, you know, and one of the things is that as you practice these kinds of techniques, you know, some of these tips and the, the, the things that I'm, I want to talk about is you end up being able to get through things faster. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the keys. In fact, I saw an interview with Tony Robbins, you know, recently, and they were talking about, it. they're like, well, don't you get upset? You know, don't you get frustrated? He's like, absolutely. Yeah. I get mad. I get sad. I get fr- But guess what? I've built muscle over the 30, 20, 30 years, whatever he's been doing it. Sure. I've built muscle that allows me to get through it fast. Mm-hmm. And that's where I feel like that's the direction I want to go. You yeah. know, and that's why I feel like in doing all of these things, that's what's happened is like I noticed for myself, and granted, all it's also taking care of myself physically and some other things, you know, mm-hmm. less alcohol and mm-hmm. all these other issues, meditation and stuff my ability to get through the tough times faster is just so much better now. Right. You know, so it's like, I do experience all those things. It's just, it doesn't last as long. Yeah. You know, instead of a four day pissed off cause things aren't going well with, you know, my, my work or something. It's like, it's that afternoon, right? Yeah. You know, and right. I'm over it right. and I'm moving on to the next thing. And so, uh, that's really one of the keys. It's it's not the fact that you no longer feel it's like, okay, well, I got to figure out a way to not get frustrated anymore. It's right. like, well, no, maybe, I mean, that helps, but no, you allow yourself to get frustrated and then you move on. Right. You know? Yeah. Cause you're not going to be able to not feel it. Like you have permission to feel. Yeah, exactly. You should be allowed to feel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you want that. So 
I want to share with you, as I said, some of the things that I've done, these have helped me get through these tough times because um, we've all experienced them. And you have to know that, you know, you're not alone. You know, you could, you, you know, it could be financial hardship, career difficulties, you know, maybe it's your relationship. You could have health issues. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just something that's affecting you in a big way, mm-hmm. you know, and we all have it. So you have to know, that there are things that you can do to improve your situation. You know, a lot of people, I think, I don't, I don't think they, they think that, but change requires action. Mm-hmm. Let me repeat that for a second. Cause that is a gem of, um, I don't think I created it or I, I, you know, I'm not going to claim that I'm the first one who <laughs> right. said that. Um, but change requires action. So if you don't take action, you're not even giving yourself the opportunity for change. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, think about that. If you're not going to take any actions, it's like nothing is going to change. You know, you can be the rat going down the same, same maze, you know, the same way, the same thing every single time thinking that you're going to get the cheese. Right. Guess what? The rat actually realizes it needs to take a different path. Most humans don't. Most humans go down the same path over and over and over again and think that something that the outcome is going to be different. And it's not right. My mom used to say that. (laughs) And that is so true. Yeah. Um, So again, change requires action. So if you're not willing to make change, don't expect that you're going to have any result. Right. So here we go. Number one, acknowledge it. So whatever is going on that is experiencing your up, or I'm sorry, you're down. If that's, you know, that's where we're headed. You cannot bury your head in the sand and expect that something is going to go away. Right. It doesn't work. Call it sweeping under the rug, burying your head in the sand, whatever. Taking something, you know, uh, you know, that's another thing that people do with addictions. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, think that if I do this or, oh, I'm just going to forget it. I'm going to go. I mean, even if you go exercise, like you right. might feel better, but it doesn't make the problem go away. Right. You know, I use exercise as a coping mechanism sometimes, you know, for stuff. But guess what? It doesn't solve the problem. It just makes me feel better temporarily. Sure. It's like a drug or a drink or, you know, uh, or anything else that you're addicted to. Yeah. I just admitted I was addicted. Yeah. Um, So acknowledging that there's an issue is really important. So feel the anger, feel the pain, feel the loss, whatever it is that you have inside, let it out. Yeah. Cry, yell, even just talking about it, you know, you don't, and don't judge your feelings. You are allowed to feel, give yourself permission to have feelings and acknowledge whatever issue it is that you are facing. Mm. So I'll give you an example. You have someone in your family pass away. It's painful. Yeah. It's the reality. Yeah. So you have to face the fact that the person passed away. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Yeah. It, it hurts. And guess what? You have to have that pain in order to get through it. Mm-hmm. Instead of thinking, well, I just don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with that pain or I don't want to feel it. Yeah, but guess what? It's going to be, it's not going away. Right. So you have to face it. So you have to acknowledge that that situation is there. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, I was coached through that kind of thing. I mean, like when my mother passed, and I'm going to talk about that in a bit, but um, that's something, you know, you have to acknowledge. Oh, you lost your job. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge it. 
You lost your job. It is horrible. It can be so self-defeating. It can be, it can lower your self-esteem. It can feel all kinds of stuff, but acknowledge it and realize that that happened. That's the first step, right? You know, you can't just pretend it didn't happen. Number two, seek support. And, you know, and, and as men, we often have difficulty, you know, admitting that we need some kind of help. Um, you know, and, and you're going to be able to solve a lot of problems on your own. I'm sure. I mean, you're just, you know, you're a strong man, but guess what? There's going to be situations that are just too much. You can't solve them yourself. That's okay. And, and, and know that it, you don't have to solve it yourself. Right. You know, seeking support is absolutely okay to do that. I mean, we just talked about that in a recent podcast. Mm-hmm. You got to be okay with asking for help because it's okay to do that. Um, you know, we think as men, like we're going to be judged or, you know, it's some kind of weakness to ask for help, but it's not right. You just, you know, if you've tried to solve the problem on your own and you can't, then it's okay to ask for help. Mm -hmm. So, you know, lean on your friends, lean on your family, you know, for support. That's, that's, that's what they're here for. Lean on us if you need it. Yeah. So podcast I do the desk. Yeah, absolutely. If you feel that you can't lean on family or friends, then try a support group of some kind, you know, and there's, there's things like locally. I mean, like here in San Diego, we have our, our meetup group. Um, but you know, online there's support groups too. Yeah. There's a lot of forums and, um, I, I, yeah. that's a good point because some people don't have friends or family that they either can, sure. can lean on or want to lean yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. If they don't and want so, to disclose the fact that there's something and then, yeah. you know, who knows? It could be shame. Yeah. It can be embarrassment. It could be whatever, which, you know, something that you, you know, you try to get over, mm-hmm. um, that an online support. I mean, there are literally, there are resources and support groups for nearly everything. Mm-hmm. If you look hard enough. Sure. Um, you know, and that's going to be, you're going to find people that are dealing with the same things that you're dealing with. Yeah. You know, cause you think that you're alone it's, and it could be some, it can be something common. It could be some obscure thing that you think is really strange and weird, you know? Um, but I guarantee you there's some other person that is struggling with the same thing or, yeah. or multiple people or probably a lot of people. Sure. Um, you know, and if you don't feel like anything like that would help, you know, you just don't feel like you'd want to talk um, to anybody in your family or you don't want to go online. Um, then, you know, number three is get professional help. You know, actually seek an expert in the area. And there are experts in every area. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter. I mean, literally, I don't I don't think you can find any area where there's not somebody who specializes in helping people with that. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, as an example. That's what I was saying. I was going, I knew that I had written some notes about it is that my, when my mother passed away years ago, it was, it was just, it was something I had never experienced. Like, you know, I'd never experienced that kind of pain. Like, like literally my heart hurt, you know, and you had, you know, you had your brother pass away, yeah. you know, it is, it is that you know, it hurts inside. Like you can't really explain it. Yeah. You feel like, it was explained to me. It's like, you feel like you no longer have a limb, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you, you felt, you feel completely different. And per the recommendation, recommendation of my father at the time, I ended up going to grief counseling. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, we had Jim on, um, uh, on our podcast, yeah. who was my grief counselor. Mm-hmm. And 
I, I did not want to go. I mean, I was like, really? I, I don't know that I feel okay yeah, talking yeah. about this. And But I learned so much from talking about my feelings with a professional. And I mean, this was Jim who we interviewed. Um, he, he was great. And you may not think that someone can help you or that talking helps or, you know, whatever, because you may not be someone who does that, but it does. And I felt like it really helped get me through, which was the hardest time in my life. I don't think I, I would have had, you know, I just wouldn't have been able to get through it that quick. I wouldn't say get through it. Like I'm, not, I'm still not over it. Sure, sure. But that pain and understanding and allowing myself to grieve and, and all of these things that I went through, um, it just was tremendous help. There was so much value and so many things that I learned that, you know, I just, it's forever in debt, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's just, it, it was something that was really, really valuable. So if you, like I said, you, you know, you're not getting enough from your family, you're not feeling like you're finding the support group or you don't want to talk to the, find a professional, yeah. you know, and that's what they get paid for. <laughs> Oftentimes they can even take insurance yeah. depending on the situation for sure. Um, and, and you get help and get somebody that can help you. You don't want to get to a point where you're not going out for help and you're not reaching out and you're trying to just, you're keeping it bottled inside. Um, you know, it's confidentiality. I mean, like I said, even if it's something that's like, you think is like embarrassing or shameful or something, um, there are, you know, that's what they do Yeah, that you can talk to them in confidence. Uh, and, and the confidentiality is, it's not going to be broken. So that's really important. Uh, number four, be good to your body. So taking care of yourself and your body is so important when you're going through something difficult because oftentimes that's what we neglect. Right. You know, because people will, um, you know, whether it's sleep, it's exercise, food, a lot of these can go in the other direction when you're going through something difficult, you know, and that's how people cope. So, I mean, it can be too much exercise. It can be too much sleep. It can be too much food mm. or the opposite, you know, sedentary sitting on the couch, you know, not sleeping at all, not eating at all. I mean, yeah, it's like yeah. you can go either way. And so you want to make sure that you are taking care of yourself and your body. Um, because when you neglect these things, you know, we submerse ourselves often in, in, in the situation and we forget to do the things that are important. You know, mm. um, for me, one of the things I, I had talked about before reducing alcohol consumption. Mm. So, you know, I'm not saying eliminate it. I understand, you know, and I, and I can't do that. I mean, you can't say that per se, but I can tell you that it had such a profound effect on me. Um, you know, and just, not something where I was drinking, um, I would even use the word excessively, but, you know, weekly mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. where, um, you know, I was a weekend warrior and it's like, you know, it's Friday night. Hey, we're having taco night and margaritas and, it, and, like, and, and yes, it's fun. No question. It's fun. It's enjoyable. And I wasn't being irresponsible or anything like that. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't, but what I found is as I began to have less, physically I felt better. I mean, no question, my my Saturdays and Sundays, I woke up so much more refreshed. <laughs> right. Um, but I noticed a huge reduction in mood swings. Mm. I mean, literally 
something where I would have highs and lows. And so I, I just wasn't experiencing them. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, of all else things, I mean, I was eating the same, I was exercising the same. I was like trying to think of like, okay, maybe I learned a couple more techniques, mm-hmm. but really the major, the, that the change was the alcohol consumption and the level of that. And so my lows are less frequent, much shorter in duration. Um, and so I just noticed it was, it was just something that was really, really, impactful for, yeah. for me yeah you know and i was it's funny because i remember watching a video of somebody else who was talking about it i'm like eh, no you know and i was like and then when I, I i tried it and i was like you know what like this weekend we had this thing going on i was like you know what i'm not gonna drink yeah you know and i remember getting up on like saturday and felt oh my gosh i feel so good yeah <laughs> like this was a few times where i was steadily drinking for a long time you know, a long period of time i should mm-hmm. say and then there'd be days where i, I would stop and then almost get surprised at how refreshed I felt <laughs> after. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot what it feels like to get a full night's sleep and wake up normally. Right. Like, on like, a weekend. On a weekend. Wow, what a concept. Yeah. You know? And I was like. No, I mean, now, I mean, unless I, mean, I have some crazy weeks or something, like even on the weekends, I'm getting up fairly early mm-hmm. relative, you know, um, and exercising and, you know, and it just f- it feels great. Yeah. You know, I feel really good. I mean, physically, like as we stand right now, I feel much younger mm-hmm. than I did a couple of years ago. Right. You know, and just because things aren't hurting as much, you know, like, um, yeah. And just, I'm not as tired. I just, it's, it's just, it's interesting. And, yeah. I, and I, I do attribute it to that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think, I think it had a big impact. There's other things, but that's a major thing. Sure. Sure. Um, number five, practice gratitude. Mm-hmm. So, when you are down, <laughs> it is really hard to think of something positive. I, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue. But remember what I said in the beginning: change requires action. So it can be something as simple as just you know, you put your feet on the floor in the morning, you're able to breathe, you know, you have clean water. I mean, really, it can be that basic. Mm. Um, I would suggest you make a gratitude journal. Uh, we've, we've, we've alluded to this before and talked about it is write down three things you are grateful for and why when you get up in the morning Mm. and then right when you go to sleep or before you go to sleep, you do the same thing. What you do is you begin to train your brain to focus on the positive things in your life rather than the negative. And it's very, very interesting. Mm. And I can vouch absolutely that when you start to focus on positive things and you do that in the morning, you do that at night and the next day you do it in the morning, you do it at night, you begin to train your brain to focus on the positive. Right. And positive feelings with gratitude makes it very, very difficult to be depressed. Right. It's just, it's really hard to be unhappy and depressed when you are grateful. Mm. It just is. It's like this weird balance scale of the universe. Um, So I'm going to sum it up for you. Here's, here's the things we all experience troubles in our life. That's this, this is just, this is reality. So you need to acknowledge it, acknowledge that you're feeling something horrible or something that's bothering you or something that is just, it's, it's not good. Feel it. You acknowledge it, you feel it, and then you get support. Get support from those around you, professional, however, and most importantly, and that's kind of goes along with the get support, you have to take action. So when you do these things, and and these are all things that I learned. I mean, these are not things like just by nature, like you just know what to do. Sure. Like I learned to acknowledge 
the situation. I learned to feel it. And I mean, literally like when I was going through the grief stuff, like they made me revisit the last couple days of my mom's passing like over and over. Yeah. And I was like, are you joking right now? Like, I don't, why are you doing this? I want to think about Yeah. And, and I, so I, I would end up crying and crying. It was, I mean, it became kind of a joke, Mm -hmm. not really, but you know, like they would pass the tissue box over and I would just keep crying, keep doing it. And guess what? I started to cry a little less Mm -hmm. still bothered, still hurt. Yeah. But I began to have less emotion that hurt in that deep, deep way. And now, I mean, I'm still affected by it and I still think about my, like my mother every day, Yeah, but it's not the same pain. You know, it's a fondness that are, or a missing or, you know, it's not the same thing that it was. And granted time heals some of that too. Mm-hmm. But I also attribute to the fact that I went through it over and over and over and over again. And it's like anything you become, you know, a little, not immune, but I don't know what the right word is, but, yeah. um, desensitized, desensitized. Yeah. You know, it's like anything. It's like you go through something and you're like, wow, that's not as bad anymore. Yeah. You know? So that's something that you really need to take into consideration. So if you do these things, you will get through these downtimes much quicker. Right. Um, and know that, you know, if it's something that you can change, then change it. And if it's something that you can't change, then you have to change your attitude about it or you have to change how you approach it or you have to change how you deal with it because you can't change it. It's like, you know, my mother passing, I couldn't change that. Of course there was nothing I could do to bring her back. There was nothing I could do now, but I had the ability to change how I dealt with it Mm -hmm. and how I felt about it and how my emotions were. So that's, that's what I'm saying. So, I'd love to hear some feedback on this one. You know, have you experienced a really difficult time in your life? You know, can you point to something specific that you did that helped you through it? You know, um, I'd love to hear from anybody that has those kinds of experiences. And if they did have that, Alan, what should they do? They should email us podcast at deucedads.com or hit us up on our social media networks, Twitter at deucedads, Facebook, deucedads.com, and uh, YouTube actually has a lot of great videos by Jason uh, Dad University. You can leave some comments there. And uh, if nothing else, you could leave comments on the podcatchers, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher, and wherever else you can hear us. And uh, subscribe to those networks and uh, maybe leave a comment or five star reviews and thumbs up. It really helps perpetuate the show. <laughs> that's cool well Alan thank you as always thank you Um, and that's episode 201 yeah in the books in the books in the books all right and we will see you next time see you next time